Tzvar says, Vayelech Moshe, Vaydaber Sadvar Meidel, Kol Yisrael. Vayelech Moshe, Vaydaber Sadvar Meidel, Kol Yisrael. Sadiqim explained that when Moshe Rabbeinu simply walks, when Moshe Rabbeinu simply just goes out for a stroll, Vaydaber Sadvar Meidel, Kol Yisrael. The simple act of a Talmud Chacham. Even just the walking, the strolling of a Talmud Chacham, the way, the way that a Torah scholar walks, the way that a Tzaddik walks, the way that a Tzaddik gets dressed, the way that a Tzaddik eats bread, the way that a Tzaddik lies unconscious in a bed, is something that is a Dibor El Kol Yisrael. That itself is a teaching. Moshe went and he, he walked. Moshe went out for an evening stroll. That's a teaching which every Jew can learn from. Such a thing is fit to be spread to all the Jewish people. They say that the Yehudi HaKadosh, they say this about a few tzaddikim, but they say the Yehudi HaKadosh of Pshischa, the Yehudi HaKadosh, When he went to his Rebbe, the Chos of Lublin, so he said, I'm going to the Chos of Lublin not to learn Torah, not to learn Hadavan. I just want to see the Chos tie his shoes. I just, want to, I just want to watch the Chos of Lublin tie his shoes. Now, watching the Chos of Lublin tie his shoes could mean, I want to see how he does it, the halacha, first you put on your right shoe, then your left shoe, then you tie the left foot, and then you tie the right foot, and it's, Dinim and prate pratim of details exactly how to how to put on shoes like a Jewish person. But then there's also just to watch the subtleties of how a tzaddik takes care to do something. The Medrash says that Chanuch, Chanuch who was nishalichut with Hashem and then ineno and then he disappeared, Chanuch from the beginning of the Torah, was a shoemaker. There's a famous Torah, they say from, from Yisrael Salanter, that Medrash says about Chanuch that he was a shoemaker and he was miyachid yichudim with every stitch. And Yisrael Salanter used to say that he was miyachid yichudim with every stitch doesn't mean that he was having like, deep kavanas, he wasn't sitting there with a sitter hair and shash as he was tying shoes. The yichudim that he was making when he was tying the shoes was, I hope these shoes fit somebody in a good way. There's a way to tie shoes and to make shoes where you're thinking, I, I hope I make a a good buck off this. I hope the guy doesn't realize that it's, you know, on sale and he misses the sale sign and then, and then I sell them for an added profit. And there's a way to tie shoes and to make shoes where you say, I hope this person is able to... The way Tzadik does everything, everything from making a little bit of money to going for an evening stroll is worthy of our inquiry of looking into it. Because Be'etz in the whole world is Svas Emes, last week's Parsha. Svas Emes, the, the end of last week's Parsha, and it's sometimes together. And it's the last Aliyah, it's towards the end. Haidosi Bechem Hayom, Mr. Shemayim Vesa'aretz. Svas Emes, and that Pasuk. Haidosi Bechem Hayom. I bring testimony, Bechem, in the simple interpretation means against you. I bring testimony against you. 
from Shemayim and Eretz. In other words, I'm placing heaven and earth as witnesses against you. As heaven and earth are witnesses against you, to be able to see whether you choose Chaim or Maves, you choose life or death. So that's the simple interpretation of the Chesvah said, Haidat Bechem Hayom Esa Shemayim Eretz means that I make you witnesses over my existence in everything in Shemaim and Aretz. And Bachem could mean over you, against you, and Bachem could mean through you. I become testified about, Hashem says, through you, Bachem, Hayom, Esa Shemaim, Esa Aretz, through all of heaven and earth. Zohar Kadosh says, Ispashtusa de Moshe b'chol dar v'dar. The, the, the spark of Moshe is in every generation. Even we find sometimes in the Gemara that when a Tana or an Amora says something particularly illuminating, so one of the other Tanaim or the Amoraim will say, Oh, Moshe, Shapir Ka'amras. Moshe, he said good. The guy's name is Eliezer. The name is, you know, his name is... And, and he says, Oh, Moshe, he said good. What that means is that there's a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu that's in everything in the world. And the Bechina of Moshe Rabbeinu in everything in the world is that Moshe gave us the Torah. Torah Tziva, Lenu Moshe, Moshe's Torah that he gave us is not something that remains in the realm of just going to be around people who know how to teach Torah and who know how to daven, but also a person who, when you see them tie their shoes, when you see them do the most simple thing, you can go, you could say over a whole sheer about the way, come on, come on. You could say a whole sheer about the way that Moshe Rabbeinu walks. To see a tzaddik eat a piece of bread. To watch somebody eat a piece of bread or to eat a little soup. And to look at them and to be completely blown away by the majesty of the way that they're doing the most seemingly, you know, that's one of the several ways that we're akin to animals that we eat. The Gemara Chagiga says that a human being is like a malach in three ways, and a human being is like an animal in three ways. One of the three ways is that we eat like an animal. We don't have to eat like an animal. We can eat also like a, an elevated person. But tzaddik, if you watch a tzaddik eat, they, they don't... They don't go down into the food like this. They bring the food up to them. A certain patience, a certain, a certain way of refined eating, of walking, of, of talking, of, of being careful with other people. <coughs> Zohar Kaddish says on Vayelech Moshe, just looking last night, a little bit as I was waiting to, to go into the ICU, I was thinking how apropos the Zohar Kaddish says that Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayelech Moshe, what's Vayelech Moshe? Very strange passions around. Give me two minutes, we'll try to explain it, and then we'll sing it again. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was Vayelech Moshe, he was going, he was walking. The Zohar says Moshe Rabbeinu felt like, Vayelech uh, Moshe is like a Lashon, he was wandering, he was lost. Vayelech Moshe. And the Zohar says Vayelech Moshe, Moshe was wandering, he was lost, he felt like he felt like the floor dropped out under him. Zar says that, he quotes a pasuk, 
about uh, how Hashem is at Moshe's yamin, at Hashem's, uh, Hashem's at Moshe's right hand. And the Zohar says, what is the right hand of Moshe Rabbeinu? The right hand of Moshe Rabbeinu is Aaron HaKohen. So the Zohar says. And now that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have Aaron HaKohen anymore, now that Aaron's gone, so Vayelech Moshe, Moshe is like wandering. The Zohar even says it's like a person who, Achman son is missing an arm. The arm is what keeps a certain amount of balance, you know, in the person. So his right arm is missing. Aaron HaKohen, who is akin to the right arm, the Zohar is obviously a very esoteric idea. His right arm is missing, so Moshe, like, he just, he can't walk straight anymore. He's just, he's wandering all over the place. There's certain people, there's a certain type of Torah, because we're all a little bit Moshe Rabbeinu. Every single one of us is a little bit Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a little bit of Moshe, and each, each of us is shy to be the one about whom it says, Moshe, Shapir comes. Moshe, you said good. You could have a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. Every time you have a Chiddush, the Gemara already says, every Chiddush that a Talmud Vasek is going to say was already given to Moshe Rabbeinu at Harsinai. That means that every time you have a Chiddush, you're like tapping into that which Moshe Rabbeinu already had. That's a Bechin of Moshe Shaper Commerce. But there's a certain type of Torah which is aided by having the right arm of Aaron. The right arm of Aaron is a type of Torah which is aided with a deep and abiding love of the Jewish people. A deep and abiding love of the Jewish people. While I was visiting my friend, so there's another chaver who was standing there who said that Friday afternoon, for Shabbos, he fell unconscious. On Friday afternoon, my friend Shalom was walking around on Friday afternoon and he was giving out packages to, on Erev Hashanah to lone soldiers. Any soldier. Well, I don't think it was just lone soldiers, but it was also lone soldiers. Any, any soldier that he saw was getting off a bus, he had like a basket full of packages, he was just giving. And this other friend saw these soldiers walking these packages, and some of them were lone soldiers, some of them were Anglos, and he said, he said, well, where'd you get that pack? You know, he, and he knew them, and he said, Where do you, where'd you get the, those packages? And this guy who was like just this crazy guy standing on the bus stop, just like giving out packages, walking back and forth, just giving packages to people. And he said, wait a minute, what did he look like? Did he have like a big, gray, bushy beard? And... You know, they look like this and that, and he's like, oh, that's, that's Shalom. That's, Shalom is, a, is the right hand of Aaron, great lover of the Jewish people. But at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, we have to say, it's incumbent upon us to say that those who, those who are great doers, those who are great people, they haven't even begun to do anything yet. They haven't even begun to do anything yet. Vahilach Moshe, the Svarim explained, not only Moshe Rabbeinu we can learn from watching him walk, not only Moshe Rabbeinu Vayelech Moshe is wandering without chesed as kind of like the, the other side of Torah, Torah and chesed have to go together. Hey, you're sitting and you're just learning Torah, but you don't know how to, you don't know how to be kind to another person. It's not, it's not what it's about. Torah is chesed al Torah and chesed together. But, we also have to say like this. Sometimes Netzavim Vayelech are together. There's a Torah from Rav Yaakov Katina. Rav Yaakov Katina <coughs> said just the, the, the words of Nitzavim Vaelech. Atem Nitzavim Kulchem Hayom. You're all standing here. Vaelech Moshe. Moshe is still going. He's still walking. Nitzavim means to stand still. 
Vayelech means to keep pushing, to keep going. So there's a story that one time, the uh, Shemi Shmuel, Shemi Shmuel was very, uh, was very ill. And they went to the Kotzker, the Kotzker was the grandfather of the Shemi Shmuel, and they asked the Kotzker to daven for him. And the Kotzker said, Shmuel, what's so good about Shmuel? You know, what's so good about Shmuel? So they said, um, you know, he's like a pretty precocious young man. He was like pretty young. And, you know, he's a pretty, pretty serious uh, Torah scholar. And said, Shmuel, he doesn't know how to learn at all. He doesn't know how to learn. You ever learn with him? He doesn't know how to learn. So I said, yep, yeah, okay, you know, but maybe you'll doubt for him, but his tefillah, like, you know, he goes for hours and such kavana and such kind of shit. His tefillah, he started laughing because he's like, Shmuel's tefillah? He's like a kindergartner. He's like, come on, are you kidding me? So this went on for a while. He kept on trying to say, why should I? And he's like, tell me seriously, why should I daven for him? Oh, this, that. Everything, the Kutzker was just making chozik of, like the, of the Shemi Shmuel. So they went to the Avnei Nezer, who was the Kutzker's uh, son-in-law. Meaning the Avnei Nezer was the Shemi Shmuel's father. So Shemi Shmuel was sick. They went to the grandfather, which was the father-in-law of, of the Avnei Nezer. So they went to the Avnei Nezer and said, what's with uh, your father-in-law? You know, what's with your father-in-law? What's with the, with the Zayda? You know, he's so cruel. They said... You don't understand my grandfather's ways. He knows that everyone in the world is saying, oh, my Shmuel, such a tzaddik, he's perfect, this, this, perfect. Shem doesn't need perfect people. Shem doesn't need perfect people. And so in Shemaim, they're saying, oh, he's perfect? Okay, like, I guess he's done, you know. And my, my father-in-law, the Kotzker, the grandfather, Shem Shmuel, he's saying, you think he's perfect? He's just beginning, he has so much more to do. He has so much more to do. There's so much more to do. Vayelech Moshe means that Moshe has to keep going. She has to keep going. So, all the tzidkos of all the people who in Shemayim are saying this person is so perfect, he's so good, he's so... They didn't do anything yet. There's so much more for us to do, for all of us to do. To take time with Rosh Hashanah, the new year. So, it's a time to say again, like, Mamish Vayelech Moshe. I have to start over again from the beginning.
this week is the Torah from the Megala Amukos, which bears repeating yearly. Navi tells us we're going to read in the Haftarah, Kechuli Machem Devarim Veshuvah Hashem. Take words with you and return to God. So the Megala Amukos quotes the Yushalmi in Mesechus Makos. The Talmud Yerushalmi in Mesechus Makos says that Sha'ulu the Torah u'nevim u'lechachamim They asked They asked the Torah the Nevi'im and as the Mepharshim explained it means that they asked the Torah the Torah personified is referring to the Pesukim they, they looked through the, they investigated through the Pesukim and when they asked the Nevi'im it doesn't mean they asked the actual prophets it means they looked through Nevi'im and when they says they asked the Chamim it means they looked through Ksuvim so, they ask the Torah, the Nevi'im, and the Ksuvim, Chote, a person who's a sinner, what should he do? Chote ma'onsha. A sinner, what, what's, his, what's his punishment? What does he do? So, the Gemara goes on to explain, you know, uh, the Torah says, oh, if, if you do a chet, so then you should bring a korban, to be mechaper, korban chatas. And of course, the Nevi'im, that evil and, and, and sickness and death chases after somebody who's a chota and a ksuvim, these yeishtika, you know, all these things have to do. Ad Shabbat Kaddish Baruch Hu, and until they asked, they came and they asked the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and Hashem said, just do tshuva. That's all you need to do. I asked the Torah, Nevim Ksuvim, you know, rise, rode for Acher Vechota, and there's nothing you can do. And many, many different traditions. Many, you look in the Sefer Rishis Chachma, you look in the Sefer Meshech Chachma, you look in the Shlach Kadosh, many, many different traditions. This Indian Baskol that came out that Elisha ben Avuya had heard, Elisha ben Avuya turned into Acher, became Acher, bit by a radioactive chet, uh, and he turned into Acher. So Elisha ben Avuya, so at some point in his life, he heard a baskel come from Shemayim that said, Shuvu banam shovim, return wayward children, chutzme Acher, except for Acher. Everybody can come back, you're finished, Acher. So all these tzaddikim, the Shlah and Shachachman, all these other tzaddikim say, so what should he have done? He heard from Shemayim, Sakadin min HaShemayim, that he's finished. So they quote the Gemara in Pesachim. The Gemara in Pesachim says, Kol Anything that the Baal tells you to do, you should do, except for leave. Like if you're in someone's house, proper manners is, if he tells you to clean up, clean up. If he tells you to play with the kids, play with the kids. If he tells you to leave, you don't have to leave. Kol Anything the Baal tells you to do, you have to do, unless he says, get out. Me'iri, Agav, Iri says that some jokesters put that in the Gemara. It's not, it, can't, it doesn't make any sense. I, have, I don't have sovereignty over my own home. But these tzaddikim say it's not a joke at all. Because the Baal Bayis here is not talking about your Shabbos uh, lunch, you know, host. The Baal Bayis is talking about their Rabban Shalom. Hashem says light Shabbos candles, you light Shabbos candles. Hashem says give tzedakah, give tzedakah. Hashem says put on tefillin, you put on tefillin. Hashem says count 
you know, seven weeks from Pesach to Shavuos, you can't say, Hashem says, get out. Shuvu Bar Meshovim, Chutz Mi Davidol, Chutz Mi Acher, Chutz Mi Daniel, Chutz Mi Boaz, Chutz Mi Loyodea. You don't have to listen to that. Not only do you not have to listen to that, you Davka shouldn't listen to that. If the Torah is telling you, Chote Ma'on Show, this is the problem. This is the, it's too many times already, you said you're already you're going to do and you're going to change and you don't have to listen to that. You're not supposed to listen to that. What should you do? You should wait to hear the everlasting call of the Rabbon Shalom that says, just do tshuva. It's, I'm, I'll, I'll always take you back. It's a, I'm saying that I don't want you back, but it's not. It's just I want you to come back even feeling like I don't want you back. That's, that's where we're at now in our relationship. I can't tell you that I want you back, but, but, I, but I still... Haster astir panai. The, the tzaddikim give a mashal, they say it's like, it's like a mother, it's like a, you know, it's like a Friday afternoon, the mother who's like trying to, you know, make some preparations for Shabbos. The father's in Nudnik sleeping on the couch, you know. The mother, the mother is making preparations. So that's not really part of the mashal, that was just me. Uh, <laughs> the, the mother is preparing for Shabbos and the kids are like, like making a balagan. Every time she sweeps something up, there's more Cheerios on the floor. You should all be blessed to know such a thing. And she's like, get, get out of here. Everyone go, go play outside. Get out of here. Go play outside. I mean, get, go away. Go away. Go away. Now, the kids are outside. And so I think you can say, but if you look carefully, when the kids are outside, if when they're outside playing and making a balagan and yelling, every once in a while, if they look up, they'll see that there's a little crack in the blinds. You know, like the blinds are like open for a moment. And, you know, and all of a sudden they look up and the blinds quickly shut. And that's the mother who's looking down at them. Because she's haster haster panai at that moment. She's hiding, but she's there. She's looking. She's, she's looking at them. So Kaddish Baruch was saying, Chutz I don't want get out of here. I don't want you. But, but of course, she just wants you to come back and be a mensch in the house. You know? so, the, so the Megala Mukos explains, this is the deepest pshat. This is what I always think about. This is the deepest, deepest pshat. in the words, Kichu imachem devarim, What's kichui machem devar meshuvah l'Hashem? So the Gemara explains kichui machem devar meshuvah l'Hashem means take the words of the Torah and the Nevi'im and the Ksuvim and the Baskol and your fifth grade Rebbe and your counselor in camp or whoever anyone else who said to you like ah eh, you're never gonna be you'll never uh, you're a sinner. You're not, this is not for you. This is, except for you. Everyone could, okay. Take all those words. Take those words. Put them to the side. Take them, put them in your pocket, even. Do whatever you want with them. Take them away from in front of your face. Just, because that's the main thing anyway. All of those voices, internal and external, that are saying to you, it's too late for you. Put them to the side. Take them. You know, let the, you know, like a good uh, therapist will tell you, let the, let the negative thoughts flow through your mind. Observe them and say, okay, bye-bye. Shuvu Hashem. Shuvu Hashem. Take the words, let them just flow through you, and then you go back to Hashem. So uh, we already quoted once from the Yehudi HaKadosh. Let's quote again from the Yehudi HaKadosh. The Yehudi HaKadosh said this week's partial, we have the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. To kiss you azos. The Torah's lashon there. The Torah's lashon there is Yishroi Teshira Ad Tumam. 
That is to say that through, what does it mean, Atma Yishud? Right, Kisvilchem is a shira hazos, this shira, to its completion. So the simple interpretation is that you should write the Torah from the beginning to the end until it's completed, or the, sh- the shira at least of Hazinu, which is Atu until the end, until it's completed. But Atu Mam could also mean that you should, you should be engaged in this Torah in a way. You should be engaged in this Torah in a way until Atu Mam, until, until you become Tamim, until you become completed, until all the crookedness inside of you gets fixed. And how should you do that? With a shira, with a song, with a nigan. Through the song, a person is able to open up a little bit and to straighten out the crooked things. So that's the Torah from the Megala Mukos, and this is the song to be able to straighten it out.
Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the Torah and he gave a special Torah to the Kohanim. Yerushalmin Mitzachas Yivamos that says that Ezra HaSofer looked like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Two of them, two of them had like a similar, I mean, I guess you could say Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah looked like Ezra HaSofer. They have the same uh, type of face. Strange Yerushalmi. <coughs> so the Meshach Chachma explains that there's, there's two there's two ways of relating to the Torah. Gemara also says that Ezra Sofer was so great that he could have been Moshe Rabbeinu. Meaning if Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu, Ezra Sofer would have been Moshe Rabbeinu. The Torah was right to be given through Ezra. So it's called Ezra Sofer. Because he could have been the one to write the Torah. We also know that Ezra was the one who reintroduced the Ksav HaShuris. Ksav HaShuris was the Rambam as a tshuva in Per Hador, in the Rambam's Shalas and Tshuvas. The Rambam says that the luchos were given in Ksav HaShuris. That was the, uh, that's the, the, the aboriginal language of Lashon Kodesh is, is in Ksav HaShuris in the block letters. But then after the luchos, so for a while, during the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, during those early days, so the Torah was actually, our Torah was written in Ksav Ivri. in a much more circular, sort of, uh, coded font. So the Meshech Chachma, on this Pasuk, takes all of these different pieces and puts together. He says that there's two Mahalchim in giving the Torah. There's a, there's a type of person, and there's a time and a place which is appropriate for such a thing. And during the door of Moshe Rabbeinu, the personality of Moshe Rabbeinu in this way, and Moshe Rabbeinu was concerned that the Torah needs to be given specifically to the Kohanim. The Mark says in several places, Kohanim is reason, the Kohanim are uh, careful. Kohanim is reason. When the, when the Torah is given to the Kohanim, that means that the Torah is being given to the elite. However, Ezra came along and Ezra said, Maybe that's not the Mahalich forever. Maybe that's just in the beginning when things need to, we need to make sure that the Torah spreads in a proper way so that we know what's the real thing and what's, you know, 
we know what the real thing is, we know what the compromised or watered-down version is. But once the Torah has spread out, and that's Dafka after Moshe Rabbeinu is gone. Moshe Rabbeinu is compared to the sun. Yeshua is compared to the moon. Yeshua is already a different level of Hanhaga. The Tzadikim explained that Moshe is like the sun and Yeshua is like the moon. The difference between the sun and the moon is that during the time when the sun is out, you don't see the stars, the little stars. But when the moon is out, it's not so blinding, so then other people can also sort of like come to the forefront. When the sun is out, it's only like it's perfection or bust. But when the moon is out, this different, the second Hanhaga is that the Torah is Shaykh for everybody. That was the way of Ezra Sofer, the changing of the script. But Ezra Sofer changed the script to make it Ksav Ashuri again. It was basically giving it back to the masses, taking it away from this coded text. If you want the Torah, you go to the Kohanim. Pasuk says, you want the Torah, you have to go to the Kohanim. There's, like there's a go-between. You and the Torah. Ezra Sofer came and said, the time has come to open up the gates that the Torah belongs to everybody. And that's what it means, in the, that's the way the Meshachachim explains, that's what it means that Ezra looked like Rabbi Lazar ben because Rabbi Lazar ben was the one after Rabbi Gamliel was dethroned, he was the one who brought in all the benches. Rabbi Gamliel said, only people who are like Tocho Kabaro can come into the base Medrash. Rabbi Benazari said, anybody who wants to learn Torah? This is yours. Come and take it. And we have to find ourselves in striking the balance, because on the one hand, in terms of our own, how we hold ourselves accountable, a person should come to learn Torah with Tahara. Tahara Sabachshava. A person should be able to come to learning Torah, occasional mikvah, person should come to learning Torah with a tefillah before they should be roi with a little bit of trepidation. I watched a 60-year-old man fall off his chair twice on Rosh Hashanah because he was so trembling from the Amos Hadin. A 60-year-old man, he was shaking the whole time. Twice he fell off his chair. And we come, you know, open up a book, you know, a Coke in one hand, a shawarma in the other hand, and like a safer open in front of us. So in terms of our own, what we have, we have to come to... To look at the Torah, we have to come with a little bit Moshe Rabbeinu. Am I a Kohen? Do I deserve to come towards the Torah in this way? On the level of sharing Torah with other people, we already have Miyusad from Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Azman Azariah, Shem Bar Yochai, Hashem Tov, Rabbi Nachman, Kolat Tzadik Makadoshim, Zuchusim Megin Aleinu. Torah belongs to everybody. Torah belongs to everybody. And it's uh, like the Lubavitcher Rabbi said, if you know Aleph, teach Aleph. So... Everybody here knows Aleph. Shabbat Shuvah doesn't just mean doing Shuvah for yourself. It means sharing the recalibration, the love of Torah that you have, that you found, sharing that with the whole world. So I'm not in the habit of giving homework, although I've done it before, I'll do it again. Share Torah with other people. Open the Torah to the, to the person you think is least interested. To the, 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 the cousin or the uncle or the aunt or the friend or whatever who you think is like totally, be like, you know, I learned something amazing this week. Know, and share anything. It could be anything. Do a toastless for a morning seder. Whatever. Share something with another Jew because it belongs to them also. It's the Mora Shakilas Yaakov. So Hashem should bless us that we should be able to hold ourselves to a high standard, that we learn Torah in a way where it's Be'emel Bereses Abizeah. Am I worthy of coming to the Torah with a tefillah and with a, with a little bit extra kedusha? To share it with other people, who anybody who's around, to grab them, to be like, can I share with you the greatest teaching?